What's up, you guys? And welcome back to Tune In Tuesdays with your favorite gals, the H's. I'm Haley. And I'm Hannah. Let's get synced. Vibes are crazy. We are wavy. <laughs> body shapey. I don't even know. Are those the words? Fucking shape your body, bitch. Yeah, puppies. <laughs> Listen, yo, this is the first time we're doing this with both the dogs in the house. And Remy's doing tricks. Nelson's not giving a fuck. We're talking about who let the vibes out. Who? 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 Who let the vibes out? We're going to say. I don't know if y'all are fucking swagging with us right now, but I am. Swagging bagging, sis. Oh my God. All right. What are you sipping? So, went out last night with Sam. Did. Oh, caked up from the. Face down. <laughs> Wagon town. <laughs> Wagon. <laughs> that dump truck, yes. Um, we went out and you had said, a- <laughs> You said, I need for you, you, you to back it up and dump it. Yeah, so we went out and yes. had some drinks, went Manth- to this- Manth in the house. Yes, uh, we had some drinks, went to this little seafood place. It was really good. I had some buffalo shrimp. No, rewind. You had some really good stuff before that, too. Oh, oh, start oh. From, the appetizer. So the appetizer yep. was some bacon-wrapped scallops. Scallops. Mm. Scallops. Scallops. Tomato. Hold on. Let's pause on that. Tomato. I definitely say scallops. Yes, I would People agree. People say scallops. People say scallops. It's like pecan or pecan. Mmm. I definitely... or you know what i say you know what i say the pecan pecan differently because if i'm eating pecans by the individual like just the the dry plain nut yup pecan but if i'm eating the pie that's a motherfucking pecan (laughs) (laughs) is the pecan plural for the pecan i mean if we can take you back to our just our thanksgiving episode Hell yeah. Let us know. But uh, yeah, we enjoyed some meals. We went to this little bar. Good. Don't even know the name of her, to be quite honest. Clockwork, like, maybe? Clockwork. Oh, yes. I went there with Mandre. Yes. Yes. And it was a great time. It was quite the experience, though. Yo, so, it kind of, if you were fucked up in that place and you walked to the bathroom, you know what I'm saying, because the walls are kind of trippy. The bathroom's a little trippy. The place is a little trippy. She's a little trip trip. It's a good time, though. It was a good time. We had a couple in the corner getting hot and heavy. And when I'm saying hot and heavy, they were sharing one chair, tonsil tennising, boob honking. It she was like pains. It was wild. and She looked pains, babe. Uh, another individual came up to Sam trying to hit on her, asked her if she liked Donald Trump. Which, if you know, Samantha is not the way to start a conversation. Mm-mm. <laughs> and Mm-mm. it was just, it, overall, it was a great night. Um, so right. I am just having a little water today because got to rehydrate, you know? You know what? 
I feel you. Yeah. So I was the opposite last night. I had water. Um, but tonight I'm having the old, I like to call it the Tito's Minute. Mm. Um, it is just, guys, just the classic Tito's. Everybody knows. Never disrespect. <laughs> Never. <laughs> and then the Watermelon Minute Maid. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Featuring a splash of the the Tahitian treat. Friends, the Tahitian treat, it's a blast from the past. I really remember it from the 90s. You really just sparkle that one in there to top her off. Uh, I think the real set off is I, there's two shots in here. Two shots. <laughs> Got to. Got to. It's Saturday, folks. Let's live a little. And I already had, you know what? I just pre-gamed with a little three mimosas. Oh. So, guys, I mean, yo, hey, I was thinking earlier. Remember that one time you caught the bouquet at our wedding? That's facts. Oh. <laughs> Are you saying hi? Hey, Rem. Hey, give me some kisses. Sorry. He got a little excited. Hey, Remy. Remy is Haley's dog. The cutest, if you can think of just the cutest swirl of black and gray and white. Just Australian <laughs> boy. Bye. He's out of here. Bye-bye. He's literally a scoop of cookies and cream ice cream with legs. <laughs> That's Truly. what he looks like. <laughs> he is a tongue roller. He has that genetic makeup on his chromosomes. But yeah. It's uh the vibe is good over here. Good. And we're just hanging out and well, I'm ready to talk to y'all today about some real shit. I'm excited. <laughs> the vibe is good my way. We are in big celebration over here, actually, ladies and gentlemen. My dad's recent chemotherapy treatment yes. is proven to be effective. Yes. And in his most recent scan, they saw the most Minimal light up on his scans, and now he is just going to do, like, a a maintenance chemo once a month, and it is amazing. In the past three years, to get this type of news, his team of oncologists, they are so thrilled. He's so thrilled. Our whole family, we are just so elated. But on top of that, you know, my father... Then my stepdad, more than a stepdad, he is my mm-hmm. stairway. That I would. That's what we've always said. More than just a step, an entire motherfucking oh, stairway. That's cute. He had double pneumonia deep in his lungs, and I mean during coronavirus, and he's in his early seventies. Like that's very scary. Yes. Like just the thought of it. I don't care who you are. Like instantly I, we just went to that place and we we're like, this is not where he needs to be right sure. now. But that motherfucker is back home. We just had a margarita last night together. And listen, we are celebrating over here. Y'all. I know Bob the builder is on to the next project. You know what? Already, yes, the bed, <laughs> y'all, the bed right here. I know you can't see us right now, but Haley and I can see each other. Cause we're on Squadcast. Shout out to Squadcast. Hashtag Squadcast. He built this bed for Zach and I. You know, we just have a queen right now. We need a bigger bed because Nelson. Dogs. (laughs) Yes, dogs. But yes, he is back home and things have been great. We took Nelson to the beach for the first time about, I don't know, what was it, two weeks ago. And Remy Mm -hmm. went to the beach. He did. He did. The boys have been to the beach, y'all. We're doing big shit over here. They beach boys. And Nelson actually told me, he was like, we need to move to the coast. Oh. And I said, I'll talk to your father. <laughs> <laughs> I'll talk to your father. And also, just an update on the knee. 
Guys. Yes, hit us with a knee date. This injury happened, what was it, February 7th? I went to an orthopedist. I've got some MRIs coming up, or just one MRI. I don't know. She said ACL or meniscus. I don't like either one of those. No. <laughs> but we're going to figure out, and um, hopefully we can get it on and popping soon. Fingers are crossed. Listen, crossed. The toes but you know crossed. what? My knee is fine. I can get a new knee. I can't get new dads. That's so my dads are doing good. I'm happy. Yeah, that's amazing news. I'm so happy about that. I I can sympathize. I remember yes. when my mother yes. was doing her radiation, and every like six months when she goes to get her mammogram, and nothing else has come up. I, yes, it's a great feeling, and definitely yeah. a weight lifted off of them more than anything. So yeah, why is that such a topic that people don't don't like talk about? Like, that's been something that that I've been going through. And when I say I, like, a family we've been going through for, like, three years. And your mom had been diagnosed. Mm -hmm. What was the year your mom was diagnosed? 2015? Yeah. But it's, like, that's just kind of something that I think more people go through than what we think. And it's really not talked about. This is the first time that I think that either one of us, I... You, us, me, us, you, we, them sissies, us selves, has brought up either one of our parents going through this. And you, it, it's hit home with both of us. And we know that it has hit home with a lot more people than just us. Those are just our parents. So, I mean... Your mom's a fucking real one, though. Yeah, I would never have guessed. Oh, Obviously, I know, because I'm friends with you. I know, and... Sis just got her knee replaced last week, and yeah. like cancer, four kids, knee replacement. I don't know. There's nothing. There's nothing my gal cannot do. So, good looking nope. out. But I said hoping- what cancer, what knee. We'll just get rid of the first. Y'all already know she's busting it. <laughs> get a new one of the second. <laughs> yeah. She does bust it. Y'all already heard stunt stunt in the kitchen for the holidays. <laughs> That cancer in Niang got shit on what she's got on them and y'all. <laughs> <laughs> That's facts. But hopefully in the future, we'll be talking more about the cancer and, yes, and what Reach that... out to us. Y'all, reach out. Yes, if you have a story you would like to share or you know someone that wants to stare, share, stare, share a story, let me know. Or if you're just going through it because maybe it's touching you a little bit closer than what you ever expected. I think that both snuck up on us. Mm, for sure. You know what I'm saying? Like, yo, I've been missing you. Something fierce. It's like now that you're not closer. I know. Two weeks. We're going to be snuggling huggins. Huggins and snuggins. Snuggins and huggins. and snuggins. All right, sis. So, vibe check. Check. Let's hit him with the clink, sis. Mm. Segway. Okay, I was way before you. I'm sorry. We just going to edit in the sound. <laughs> Remy said, yasso. <laughs> Said, I heard Nelson said, I don't even know y'all do a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Facts. All right. So. Yeah. Haley's bringing the heat heats today. Down into our meat and potatoes. <laughs> for episode number 18. Or fish and chips if you're pescatarians. <laughs> the vegetarians, that broccoli and Brussels, baby. The brussies. Yo. <laughs> come my way with some crisp brussies, though. Straight up with that reduction, bye. That balsamic glaze, <laughs> yes, left the chat. Yes, okay, immediate. 
So just a little background for y'all. I, in my former previous life, which it feels like, but in grad school that I just graduated from in May, I, I was a TA, so I taught a lot of classes and basically I got paid peasant wage to teach these students. <laughs> and shout out to the students if you're listening, y'all were bomb. But shout out to anybody who's ever been students before. Right, but literally got paid a peasant wage, but I made the most of it. And also shout out to my gal Faith if she's listening wow. because she was my TA yeah. buddy. Paul, and super shout out to Faith because she is to a fellow golden mama and i just reached out to her in a desperate morning and i was like yo send me everything about the about the boys yep. about what they loves yep anyways back to your education a quality friend yes and high we, quality we love those gals for a whole year we taught organizational communication and how to manage interpersonal conflict. Interpersonal conflict, essentially just you and another person. I spent the better half, well, no, actually, two years. No, 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 no. Let me back up. One year in grad school, I taught nothing but organizational communication. And a whole segment of this topic was basically how do you address situations at work when you are having conflict with maybe mm. uh, someone above you or someone below you how do you how do you address that what should that mm. look like because and you do you do and will have conflicts above below yes. all levels and i was like you know what i don't want to sound too preachy or like i'm trying to throw some knowledge out there Honestly, it's not even anything like that. I just honestly think that being able to identify your own style that you bring to mm. a situation of conflict will help you in be more introspective of how you like to resolve and approach conflict. But if you can also identify another person's conflict style, then you can better manage how you address conflict with that individual. So I feel as though this is very useful information, not just because you know you might be able to go to work and address a situation with your boss or someone below you, but these all apply to conflict with friends, conflict with family, conflict with a spouse or a partner or someone you're in a romantic relationship with. And according to theory, we all fall somewhere on this spectrum and we have one of five styles yes. of conflict and yes. how we go about resolving said conflict. So we are just going to talk a little bit about each style today and hopefully everyone can walk away with knowing what their style is and some tips for how to identify other conflict styles with whomever you may be interacting with mm -hmm. and i have to say myself personally not a very confrontational person i honestly i welcome conflict not that i welcome fights because i think there's a difference between a fight and a conflict or you know basically conflict is when you just have incompatible goals with somebody your goals are mm -hmm. not being met and there is some you know so obviously if you're both not happy with what's going on there's going to be some kind of conflict that ensues for sure so I'm not a very confrontational person. I don't really go out of my way to cause conflict. And maybe that's just because I've become better over the years at addressing instances of conflict. But I'm also the type of person that's like, you got something to say, let's just go ahead and throw it out on the table. That's 100%. not the case 
for everyone. So this is just coming from strictly kind of my experience, what I've learned, yes. and uh, kind of what I'm hoping will be useful to anyone who may be struggling with, I think that me and my significant other or insert relationship here are dealing with a lot of conflict and it seems as though we can never come to an agreement. And maybe after this, you might know why or how you can better approach the situation. So buckle up. <laughs> you, Hey guys, <laughs> speaking of buckling up, remember when you were little and and like you had like a snitch ass sibling. I'm not saying Brian, but Brian. And like you weren't buckled up in the car when you were little and they wanted to snitch on you and say you weren't buckled up and you were like, fuck, I gotta buckle up. To so to buckle up, you'd be like <coughs> over top of your buckle up. To click the seatbelt, that was me. I'm buckling up. <laughs> and Buck fuck up. you, Brian. But I love you. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's do it. Let's get it. Yeah. All right. So basically to discuss conflict, if you would like to learn more, <laughs> y'all already know we got the handouts. Han already about to bust the link in our link tree. If you would like to find out your conflict style yes. after this. Yes. But you know what I found? So the first thing that I found, it is the surest way, right? So it... it's the number one source, the site for your test, but it does come with a price it depends on what all you want from it right so mm. this is like the creme de la creme of a test right it's at home right. you get the own doc and it gives you so much information and it costs 45 dollars at your house but you have to take it within 90 days but you get a lot from it like Tons of stuff, you guys. I, I, we will put the link in the link tree. That is the Thomas Kilman Conflict Mode Instrument. The TKI. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma Thank you for bringing up the instrument, sis. Because we're going to use that to demonstrate Ooh. the conflict styles mm. today. All right. And also, shout out to my girl, Faith. Because Ooh. This, yes. this presentation is partly in, in part by my girl. I wanted her to join us. I know she'll she'll be honest. I wonder who you're doing. She's amazing. Okay. Maybe she can hit us on a on a feature if if our listeners have more questions about the conflict management, right? The conflict okay. styles. You got questions? Hit us in the advice box, and we will yes. address accordingly. Yeah, yeah, we love that. Let's box. get it on and <laughs> pop in. Okay. Ooh. Get it on and pop in. You make me right. feel like I'm in Sam Sion TC whipping around the cool wood curves. <laughs> I can take you there, shorty. All right. So in our different conflict styles, people tend to fall on a scale somewhere between being more assertive or they're focused on their own needs or desired outcomes, they have an agenda, and they are willing to do whatever it takes to get to that agenda. Either you are very, you have low concern with your own agenda, or you have very high concern for your own agenda. I'd like to say I fall somewhere in the middle. And then we have another axis, which is cooperativeness. So this is your focus on 
others needs or uh, the agenda of others or how much you that relationship with that person means to you so either you have very high regard for that relationship and their needs or you have more low regard for that relationship and that person's needs so we're going to start out with conflict style number one. This is probably the conflict style of every single significant other I have ever had. And that is avoiding. Mm. <laughs> this, ladies and gentlemen, is when you bring up a topic. Hey, babe. Hey, friend. Hey, whatever. This is really bothering me. And you're... I'm going to say significant other in my case, for example, goes, okay, sorry, I'll do better. Yeah. I, oh, yeah. Okay. I heard you. Mm -hmm, yeah. I got on it. No to worries. the next one, on to the next oh, one. Exactly. <laughs> this person tends to withdraw themselves yeah. from the situation. They tend to deflect and but just go ahead. that's why exes. Girl, that's why we are That's why they're exes. <laughs> this person tries to maintain For sure. a very neutral sure. stance by not engaging in the conversation that you have brought to the table. Avoid. But also um. giving you just enough. Just saying, sorry, I'll do better. Sorry, like, it won't happen again. Uh... I didn't know I would make you upset and then just immediately withdrawing from the conversation or trying to redirect it in another But you know what? I feel like direction. It's just the quickest jump to of to pass it off of it's not my it's it's not me to blame, right? Right. That's the first one, the avoidance. I'm going to well, not me. No, I am definitely no. not a person to avoid sure. conflict. I'm like, let's get to the bottom of this. But some people feel very uncomfortable or they don't know how to address the situation. And I do want to mention that mm -hmm. primarily you will have a conflict style that is your default. But there are instances where you're like, yeah, I probably, I have, I've avoided conflict in the past. And there's instances where that's necessary, right? Like, if you know there's no way that you're going to win in this conflict or something is your fault, you're probably going to avoid it. You're probably going to not want to address it. You feel For guilty, sure. something like that. But people that, this is their default style, they have those quick default responses to it. Sorry, I, it won't happen again. Yada, yada, yada. Just very withdrawn, not trying to delve too much into the certain situation. So these people have very low concern on their needs and desired outcomes in that instance, and also very low concern for the needs of the other person sure. or the relationship. They are just trying to maintain kind of a neutral stance by not doing much of anything to address the conflict at hand. That's number one. Number one. Numero dos. We have the competing conflict style. Yes. This is also known as the win-lose power struggle. These people tend to be very assertive in what they want, and they are going after their needs and saying, mm. sorry, other person, like, whatever you need is not necessarily important to me. Yeah. And these people in conflict tend to think that they're always right. Sorry you feel that way, but this, 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 and this, you made me feel this way, and it's not my fault, essentially. They're going to be very competitive with you. They could be very defensive and combative. Yeah. So these people are pretty much the 
I'm right, you're wrong, and they can be very hard to communicate with, as you can imagine, in times of conflict. Mm. With these people, my best suggestion, if you are in a situation where someone is just unwilling to admit that they maybe have fault in the situation or they are just not interested in compromising or coming to an agreement, number one for me is try to use I messages when you talk to them. I feel when you blank because blank. Yes. For example, <laughs> Hannah, I feel as though I may have upset you. Instead of, Hannah, I, must, I, I upset you, didn't I? That seems like an attack. You goddamn right, bitch. (laughs) (laughs) That seems like an attack. But instead, if you know that someone is going to be very combative or defensive, you want to take the blame off of them and absorb kind of or use language in a way that makes it seem like you... You are you feel as this though is it I is internal like. to you yes. and that you want to express it to yeah. them in a way that you are not saying you suck yeah. <laughs> essentially it's, or it's, it's this is what I feel like can you please relate to this in any form or fashion like yeah I feel when you do this to me can you please do this instead yes absolutely and I find that this is the best sure. way to help disarm that situation and keep them from trying to be like, any situation. you're wrong, you're wrong. Shout out you're to wrong. the iMessage. I mean, I feel yes. like in any conflict management style that you hold, I feel like if you can formulate your iMessage eloquently and where it can be received, I feel like you're set if you can communicate that. Yes, uh, the iMessage will take you mm. far if you take nothing outside of this today i message. try to get good at that i message and we're not talking about i message on the, the and we're not text. talking about aol aim <laughs> <laughs> but aol aim y'all xoxo for real <laughs> probably still signed in somewhere to be honest okay moving on to our third conflict and style y'all what is we it we have accommodating Ooh, yeah these people Mm. are the peacemakers they are the whatever works for you works for me don't worry about it like they are just not wanting to fight at all these are the people that are tucking the tails and running they but this can be very harmful because if you find that you are a very accommodating person you are probably always losing. You're never going to get anything out of the interaction that is going to get you towards your goal because you are forever yes. sub- submitting and you know what? to the other people. If you are an accommodating person, you probably are the nicest of any friend group you've ever had. Yep. You are the most ride or die. You are just the person who you truly have a heart of gold. Right. Mm-hmm. So it, it it's kind of like you didn't decide this conflict management for yourself, but it's just the person you've evolved to be. Yes. In, and I in some say, or form of fashion. Yes. And, and in the past, this was me. This was the, uh, listen, this friendship means more to me than this fight. Like, let's mm. just, let's just get it, get it over with and move on. More recently, I've been like, no, like, let's actually get something out of this interaction so we can make sure it doesn't happen again. Or there's a resolution mm. that's actually reached instead of me being like, let's not even address it. Let's just sweep it under the rug and move on. Mm-hmm. But these people usually never, they don't get anything out of the conflict. They just, 
they tend to withdraw and submit to whatever the other person wants. This is extremely harmful in romantic relationships. For sure. I, I mean, if you can't speak up in your relationship, I believe that is not, I mean, I think yes. a, a conflict is healthy to an extent. And if you find yourself always submitting your thoughts and opinions and feeling like you're having to repress those to make the other person happy, Red flag, first of all. Uh, red flag. Do you guys remember episode two, Tender Tooth and Red Flags? I Season do. <laughs> one, we do. Red flag. That's a big red flag. But I feel yes. like, you know what, Haley? There's a lot of trauma associated with how we manage conflicts, right? Of course. So I think accommodating is it comes from a a place where you want to kind of like appease and please someone someone else yes. or something else. Absolutely. And it's it, it's a major red flag. It's a style that's just kind of like push on to the next. You don't want to deal with it. You don't want to even think about it, talk about it, deal with it, nothing. See it, bump, you're out. Yes, I would argue accommodating is probably one of the more dangerous ones because you are basically omitting your voice from the conversation for sure you don't have a stance yes mm. kiss you sissy <laughs> brain brain same heart same soul <laughs> and essentially you can see how this might be dangerous in a romantic relationship especially Absolutely. if you have dealt with abuse trauma mm. things that mm. have maybe made you so withdrawn from a situation yeah. but also at work if you are unable to speak up and speak your mind people will probably trample on you and i don't think that that's healthy either mm -hmm. so basically to wrap up accommodating yeah. you have very very low concern for your own needs and a lot of high concern for either the other person in the interaction or the relationship at yes. hand so the relationship means more to you than the conflict that's yes. happening or you would just rather not fight for the sake of keeping the peace so that is accommodating all right next check next up next up we have what's in the batter's box uh? <laughs> we have compromising mm. now compromising i think to a lot of people sounds really good like oh okay like we'll just come to a mutual agreement you get what you want i get what i get want what. but then you take a step back and i'm like if you're having to compromise you're actually not really getting what you want in the end you're just getting half kind of what, of what you, you want yeah. You're getting a piece of what you wanted. Now, and for what? Because because of someone else? That sucks. Potentially, potentially. Sucks. And especially in the work environment, right? Like because if you're in that that compromising, like if that's how you handle it in the work environment, like damn fuck. Yeah. What if your idea was the was the best stunner, flexa, one hundred? And then you're <laughs> right. fucking put on the back burner because you got to compromise. You got to like put your idea with somebody else's idea. Right. And this is actually seen as a lose lose for both people. Yes. Because you're having to give up a portion of what you actually mm -hmm. wanted. Again, this is also a technique used by people that want to, you know, kind of keep mm -hmm. a sense of harmony mm -hmm. or they want to at least walk away from the conflict feeling like they got a little bit of what they wanted, but they're, they're probably not completely 100% satisfied. It's kind of like, 
like when you go in to talk about, hey boss, this is that raise that we discussed that you told me you're going to give me $2 and you come out and you settled on 75 cents. Oh, you know, wow. that's- you know what? It makes me sick that you even jumped to $2. Somewhere in your mind, you thought <laughs> this is where I'm going to jump to $2 and it's gross. United States, y'all suck. Because why? Why? We deserve we deserve way more than two dollars in any sort of raise. That's a whole nother conversation. Wow. Wow. We're talking about money. We're talking about medical. We're talking about wow, we have many more episodes coming (laughs) with that shit. For sure. Benefits. Benefits. Right. But essentially what you see here is two people bargaining over how can we make this for sure. decent for both of us? Can you? I'm gonna lose some right up the borderline as well. Want to stay for you? you. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you're you're meeting. It's a meetup. It's a meetup. Meet essentially, group, you're sure. bargaining. You're getting a little bit of what yeah. you want. They're getting a little bit of what they want. But at the end of the day, you're both losing. You are both losing. Now, Hunted. for our fifth and final conflict style, and what I would encourage all of you. This is my favorite. Number one <laughs> for me in my book. Hit him with it. <laughs> this is called collaborating. Collabo, baby. <laughs> yes. I love if this If you're one. interested in a collab, by the way, hit us up. Sync podcast. Syncpodcast at gmail.com. <laughs> I don't know if that's a website, but it's our fucking email. <laughs> Let us know. But I, I would hit encourage everyone after you are able to, if you just resonated with anything I just said, and you said, yes, I do avoid, or I am competing, or I can be very accommodating to others, I would challenge you to try to adopt more qualities of someone who collaborates when they address conflict. Mm. And what you see with someone who is a collaborator is they want the outcome to be win-win mm. for both individuals. I mean, if it's in the interaction. That is my favorite. I didn't even know you were going to set up like that. Like I I know the five styles and I had looked at them in a different order. But when you said number one, collaboration is my number one top. But Mm -hmm. it is a simple fact that it's like you can take, okay, collaboration to me is you can take your style, no matter what you might be, right? You might be compromising, accommodating, avoiding, competing. That's your style. And then you meet it kind of 50-50 with something else, and that's collaborating. You are working with them. Y'all are a mm-hmm. team. Simpatico one. I mean, that that to me is the that's that's the fucking creme de la creme in any environment. We're talking a relationship, sexual, friendship, whatever, right. business, work, like whatever you do. And you take what you have going for you and you want to meet them where they are and it is a team driven effort and i fuck with that to the hardest degree yes yes so people that tend to be collaborators Mm. and i want to stress that most people fall under the four that i've previously mentioned competing compromising avoiding and or accommodating and that's because collaborating is hard. It takes a lot of work and it takes a lot of practice to actually be able to sit down and be like, listen, 
I'm right yeah. or I'm wrong. And here's why. How can we come to an agreement and make this beneficial for both of us? And this is where most people struggle is like everyone wants to be right. I don't care what you say. Like most people nine times out of 10 want to be right. So being able to recognize, okay, I might not be right in this situation or I might be right, but I also want the other person to feel as though like they have a voice Mm -hmm. or we can collaborate on something that's going to benefit both of us can be difficult. And it's Mm. hard for a lot of people to admit I'm wrong. And it's very hard for me sometimes if I really do think I'm right, which not gonna lie my record's pretty high (laughs) these people that tend to collaborate in conflict they usually bring a variety of options to the table when they address the conflict listen i understand this has been bothering you why don't we try this or why don't we try this does this sound like a good idea to you what do you think they are genuinely interested in what the other person needs but they're Mm -hmm. also not afraid to express this is what i need and and if you're in that collaboration assert your stance right let that person know like hey this is how I feel. What do you think? Because you're you're welcoming in that. Like you are letting them know, come into this space. This is what I think. Please tell me what you think and let's work together. 100%. I love so that show. you definitely have to practice at this. This is not something that I think comes naturally to most Mm-mm. people. And that's why the majority of individuals are going to fall somewhere in between the previous four styles that I've kind of just gone over. But I promise you, if you are able to identify the fact that you might be adopting some styles that are not productive to the conversation and being like, you know what? I really want both of us to come to a resolution that benefits us and work Mm. together. The relationship will benefit Mm. from that decision instead of carrying a grudge or getting half of what you actually wanted or just avoiding it altogether and it marinating terrible, terrible choice. So you know I what? encourage you. Yeah, and you know what? You're my sissy because I was about to just fly off with that. And you just have to understand where the person is coming from and what their motives are, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I feel like depending on their relationship with you is you can always take a step back no matter what style you are. Mm-hmm. Take three to five steps, just like seconds of thought and just think what is this person going through what's going on what's the deal i mean this is i feel like this whole conversation is from a very surface level to something very deep 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 like Mm -hmm. no matter whether it's your personal life your work life you just have to take that moment of reflection don't always jump into something Mm -hmm. just vibe it out 100 percent. vibe it out those are the five main styles. For sure. I want to wrap up with one, again, reminding you, iMessages will benefit mm. any situation. Start with, 
I feel this way because fill in the blank. Don't go, you make me feel Ooh, that's, this way. I love I messages. I teach that. I preach that. <laughs> and it's like, you jump to that. And it's like, wow, that hurts. And that hurts. we don't even have an issue. <laughs> like, you can't say that. Haley's right. You have to say, listen, this is what it makes me feel like when this happens. Let's, exactly. What can we do instead? Right. And number two is just tone. Mm. 150%. There, in my opinion, is always a way to say something that might be kind of harsh, but you can do it nicely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that, most of the times, is your tone. There is a way I could tell Hannah, Hannah, I'm mad at you, and it's not, Hannah, you've been a really fucking bitch to me. It's Hannah... I've noticed that we've been disagreeing a lot and it's it hurts my feelings. Like, why is this happening? And you can approach it in a very calm way. You don't For have sure. to yell. You don't have to use offensive language. You can have productive conversation no and doubt. manage conflict and keep your cool. And that's very easy to say, like when it's obviously a heated situation, but it never has to you never have to call someone out of their name. You never have to throw in you know, those disrespectful name calling or degrading people or personally attacking them because of a situation that you're not getting what you want. Come correct with your tone and really think about the words that are coming out of your mouth. Formulate that speech before it happens because you can't take it back once it's out there. No doubt. You can apologize all you want. You can say, I didn't mean it. I didn't mean it. But I guarantee that what you said, even though it was quote unquote, you didn't mean it. Maybe even a joke, which I hate when people say, I was joking just to kind of blow off the fact that mm-hmm. they wanted to say something. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Oh, like I'm going to say this mean thing and then call it a joke. Don't do that. That's, That's just like bullshit to me. That's like the bless, bless your heart of the South. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so come correct with your tone For because sure. I promise you that the way that you're speaking to people half the time is what makes conflicts get elevated or yeah. um, and it really brings a very simple conflict yeah. to a heated argument. I period. think so. And that's wild to me. Crazy shit. Yeah. So hopefully you guys feel a little bit more hopefully. comfortable. Hopefully. And Yo. you. Yo. Big shout out. Y'all are hearing this maybe Tuesday beyond. I don't know what day or time it is because Tito's but Monday March 8th is National Women's Day ladies yes so before we sign off we want to remind you Dr. H is coming up Ah! quick and if you have questions for our gyno extraordinaire Dr. H has all the knowledge but Hit us up and we'll ask her. Yes, we will ask her and we would love nothing more for y'all to let us know what kind of questions you need answered. So I hope this was helpful. Hannah and I will drop some handouts because yeah. you know my teacher sis has got the handouts in our <laughs> link tree. If you have any questions, general advice, or Dr. H related questions, Ooh. drop them in the box. Yo, the you know Summer's what to do. Eve and the douching was the heavy questions in the last D. <gasps> Who knows what'll be next time, folks? You have to tune in to next Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't hit them correct. Do it again. Hold on. <laughs> 
Thanks for joining us on this Tune in Tuesday. We out. Peace.